On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we're continuing our Atlantic Division review by stopping up in Canada. Once again, we talk about the Montreal Canadiens. Let's jump right into it. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for making this your first watch on of the day. On this episode, we talk about the Montreal Canadiens continuing our review of the Atlantic Division. Now, there was a post, I'm just going to clarify real quick. There was a post on our Twitter page that said this was our Atlantic Division wrap-up. That is not true. We have one more team, and that is the Buffalo Bills. So stay tuned for that feature. We'll be dropping that next week. So on this episode, obviously the Montreal Canadiens. um, Now, I'm not going to talk about the projected lines because uh, when I spoke about the Toronto Maple Leafs, a lot of Maple Leafs fans on YouTube had a lot to say about that about how I got the lines wrong, about this and that. But uh, if they would have listened to the episode correctly or or intentively, they would have known that I got those that information off of Daily Faceoff, which, uh, if you are not aware, projects the line combinations for all, any, all 32 NHL teams. And, of course, uh, those lines were projected back in July. Now, a lot has changed from the time that was put out till uh, I believe it was last week or the week before. I don't remember when the episode dropped. So I'm not going to talk about projected lines. I'm only going to talk about uh, with the Montreal Canadiens, what they did last year, what their expectations are going into this year, kind of a little bit of a recap as well as what happened last year. Uh, so let's talk about last year. The Montreal Canadiens through 82 games went 22-49 and 11, totaling out to... 55 points and that resulted in them getting the 20 uh excuse me the first overall pick in this last year's draft uh and we're not going to talk about that player because i don't think he's going to be up right away he is a very talented player uh but i don't think that he uh we will see him right away i would be actually very shocked uh if we see him up right away but uh looking at this canadians team and and looking at you know, I said I wouldn't, and I'm already going going up against myself. Uh, and looking at the combination, it's just a reference for me. If you want to follow along on Daily Faceoff, go ahead. Uh, so looking at this team, uh, given looking at, and these were these are a little bit more up to date. Uh, these were put out at uh, on September 26th. So a little bit, you know, a little bit more better of a reference as opposed to the ones that Daily Faceoff gave the 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 Leafs. And really, I have to say, you know, looking at this team, there is potential for them to have a good year. And what I mean by a good year, by a good year compared to what was done last year, 55 points. Uh, 
by no means is a good year for any NHL team. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you are the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, I don't care if you are the Arizona Coyotes. I don't care if you are if you are the the Philadelphia Flyers or 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 the Seattle Kraken, who by the way had a better year uh, in their inaugural season in the National Hockey League than the Montreal Canadiens, who have spent over a decade uh, in the in the NHL. Well over a decade in existence um, as well. But, you know, there was a lot of, and if you're just joining the lightning party for the first time, uh, thanks for joining us, you know, better late than ever. We have a lot to look forward to on this year, but just as a little bit of a recap in case you, you know, you, you forgot or you're not aware uh, these two teams played against each other uh, not too long ago in the bubble. Uh, the last time, excuse me, not in the bubble, uh, when the Lightning won their second of two uh, straight Stanley Cup championships. And there was, I feel like, a lot of expectations at that time. Well, not a lot of expectations, excuse me, for Montreal, not only to get to that point, but to even win that series. And they put up a tough fight. You know, the, the games, even though the Lightning did not sweep them, they did win in five. That was still, in my opinion, probably one of the more tough series. Now we're not up until that point. I'm not talking about. Uh, I'm not talking about at the Avalanche. I'm talking about up until that point. That was a tough series, as I felt like you know the year before they played the Stars, and that was just a whole weird experience for everybody involved. You didn't really get, in my opinion, the the Stanley Cup experience Stanley Cup playoff experience that you know we're all accustomed to back and forth on the road at home uh where this was kind of you're just in one place and then the lightning head over to Edmonton um but yeah I I I just feel like the expectations nonetheless for this Montreal Canadiens team were very high now that could be just because of the going into next year because they went to the Stanley Cup final and and for maybe for some franchises, we've seen this in the past, where they're that team that not really anybody expects to do anything in the playoffs. Uh, most recently, uh, the Kings, that was that's probably the best probably the best example I could think of in this moment. Um, but one of those teams you don't expect a lot from, still young. Um, and then they get into the dance. They make it all the way to the Stanley Cup final. They played the defending champions. And yeah, you know, I like I said, I thought that was a tough series because I felt like the Lightning at any moment, especially on the road in Canada, that's always tough. Um, a team like that who's young and, and on cloud nine at that time, I think that's a team that's dangerous. Like I said, uh, very reminiscent to me, at least, and and I'm sure some people in the comments on YouTube are going to think differently. But you know, you got hot goaltending and and you know, prime Jonathan Quick in L.A. during those two cup runs. I think is a lot different than uh, than what Carey Price did during that run. Given that he played very well in net, um, his team just didn't play very well in front of him. Uh, in that Stanley Cup final, uh, they lose in five. And then going into next season, 
uh, into the following season. Last year, like I said, expectations, I think, were high for a lot of Hoppy-Tons fans, and they completely crapped the bed. And really, in my opinion, when it comes down to it, and, and you know, their GM paid the price with his job, when you look at, and the coach as well, uh, when you look at the team now, even, I, I think that, and you have a lot of players that are starting the year uh, with some sort of injury. Jonathan Drew and Justin Barron, Jake Allen, Carey Price. So right away, you know, with the Canadians, you're out two goaltenders. Uh, you know, I'm not really looking at Jake Allen thinking that he's anything to, to worry about uh, in terms of if he's, you know, going to be the number one guy. I think it's going to I think it's going to be split net between him and uh, Montebule. But Really, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, there's a lot of work that needs to be done with this Canadians team. I don't think that you're going to do any much of anything. You know, are they going to have a good season uh, as a whole in terms of an improvement from last year? I think, yeah, I, I don't think that they're going to repeat 55. I'd, I'd almost be shocked. Uh, I, I, I think that, you know, when you look at a team, uh, you know, they, they have – Look at this team. They still have good players. They have Cole Caulfield, Nick Suzuki. Uh, you have Brendan Gallagher, uh, Nevgeny uh, Dodanovov, uh, Kirby Doc. You know Josh Anderson. You know there were some good moves. Joel Armia, Jake Evans, Jonathan Druin. You know there is a lot of talent. And like I've stated on past podcasts, whether it be about this Lightning team or whether it be about other teams in the Atlantic division, it's, you know, you could have all the talent in the world. Really what it comes down to is, is having that talent come together and building that chemistry on the ice, which you don't see a lot of. And, and I don't think that, you know, granted, who knows, maybe the Marty St. Louis uh, effect will continue this year and we will see more progress out of this team because we did see the Canadians, uh, in my opinion, uh, improve. And maybe that's a little bit of, you know, that favoritism towards Marty St. Louis, whose jersey is right behind me. Um, maybe we'll see a little bit more of that improvement continue uh, in the 2022-23 season. So we'll talk more about the Montreal Canadiens, my expectations for them in the Atlantic Division in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about our sponsor for this episode, and that is Simply Safe. Now, the numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe House Security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right at Simply Safe. Your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use Simply Safe in my own home. They protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. Uh, with 24 7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment. A threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency. Even if you're not home or can't be reached, that can't be beat. That kind of service is absolutely fantastic. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and outside your home, smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that instantly detect fire, fires 
floods and other threats to your home. So you could customize your perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com backslash locked on NHL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com backslash locked on NHL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. So back to the show, uh, continuing our talk about the Montreal Canadiens, I think that will be, if we had to sum up the team, uh, really a bit of an enigma, I think, in the Atlantic Division this year. Uh, gave the Lightning uh, a little bit of an issue last season. Uh, not too big of an issue, but still. Um, and, and this really goes back to how I felt about Tampa as a whole is that they were not winning the games when they really needed to, uh, beating the teams that they that we all know uh, they could have been able to beat. So, really, you know, this this Montreal Canadiens team is going to be an interesting team to watch. I, I think that a lot of people that are not just uh, Lightning fans, uh, but just People who are the hockey purists, the, I think that when you ask the hockey purists or just, you know, big time hockey fans, you know, who are you watching when your team's not playing? I think, you know, a lot of people will say an original six team. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think a lot of people do watch Canadians because they're always a hot topic uh, conversation to have even, uh, you know, just the Canadian hockey team, just to talk about any Canadian hockey team. Uh, especially teams like the Oilers, especially the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens. There's always so much pressure for those teams to do well. And it's very odd, in my opinion, to see uh, kind of Montreal in this kind of weird situation, in my opinion, where they are not a good team. Well, let me rephrase that. They they are not as good as they think they should be. Uh, If you asked any person within the Montreal Canadiens uh, organization where they would like this team to be on a yearly basis. I think it would be where actually they would switch places with Tampa. Uh, So, and and last year they went one, one and uh, one catching three points against Tampa Bay. So like that also goes back to what I said about this team um, being, you know, given the lightning, a tough time of things. Uh, But Looking at this team, you know, like I said, the big question mark and the big exclamation point next to it is the goaltending situation. Um, You know, do I think that this team, if they choose to stick to Jake Allen in net, is going to get them above the 55-point threshold again? I would say no. I, I think maybe one point or less. I think that uh, this team will be in the same situation, but I wouldn't be surprised if they make a move for a goaltender. If, you know, they're even remotely close to a, to a, to a playoff spot, Um, which obviously I don't think they will. If I had to guess, if I had to guess where I think this, this team will be, Uh, towards the end of the season, I think it'll be right where they finished last year. Uh, If you look at 
the rest of the teams in the division. I just think that it's a matter, you know, if, if maybe you stick Montreal in maybe, I mean, I can't really say there's, there's a, there's a division in the NHL that where Montreal would be able to thrive. I just think, you know, it gets tougher and tougher. The Montreal, uh, the metropolitan division, I guess, I mean, can we really sit here and say that Montreal is better than New Jersey or Philadelphia? Probably not. Um, you know, I I mean, you even look at the Islanders who got off to a, an incredibly slow start and were able to to sort of get it together as the season progressed. Uh, 84 points. So, you know, when you really look at this Canadians team, it's really, I, I hate to say it because I don't think that hockey really comes down to just, you know, one factor uh, for a team's long-term season success. I think it ha- there's a lot of things that come into play when we're talking about this team and what kind of team they're going to be. And I think as the season goes along, we're going to still trying to figure out what kind of team Montreal is. Um, because, like I said, I, I are we going to sit here and believe that the Marty St. Louis effect is something that is sustainable. Uh, don't get me wrong. Um, I don't think that he's really an X and O's kind of guy in, in the dressing room. I think that's been stated by multiple people that are a lot more in the know in Montreal, in Montreal Canadians hockey than I am. But I think he's the master the master motivational person. And, and I think really with this young team and a team that can only go up from here, I think that that's all this team needs. Now, granted, they're going to have to work on keeping the puck out of the net. And I think they have a decent defensive uh, pairing scheme going right now. Joel Edmondson, Justin Barron, Jordan Harris, Chris Weidman. And then on the first line, you got David Savard and Michael Matheson. David Savard, former Lightning defensive defenseman who won the cup uh, with them when they played uh, Montreal. So I don't know. I, I Do I think that they're going to have any kind of impact on this division uh, down the road? No. I, I think that when you look at this team and, and where they're going to be in the division – I don't think, you know, maybe things might be a little bit close between them and Ottawa. I, you know, trying to make a case for them as to being any some sort of team to fear when you see them on the schedule. No, I don't think that they're going to be a team that is going to be, you're going to look at the schedule and be like, ah, crap, you know, we, we just played Pittsburgh and whomever this week. We got the Rangers on Saturday, and then we got to go to Ottawa and play the – I mean, go up to Montreal and play the Canadians. Oh, man, like, you know, that's going to be a tough, tough game. No, it, it really isn't. You know, maybe in Montreal that's going to be a little bit more of a tougher game. Uh, you know, Montreal fans are probably still pissed about losing in the cup finals. Uh, to Tampa, but at the end of the day, that's that's a very winnable game for Tampa, even on their worst night, uh, especially when he got 88 in goal, and even when he had Brian Elliott, who I thought was very solid down the down the back end of of that of last year's regular season. So really, what it comes down to is, um, can Montreal be a team that is going to be able to weather the storm in against the the better teams? 
in the Atlantic Division. And and right now, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say, do I think they're going to finish at 55 again? No, I think that they'll be around the 60, 63 point mark tops. Um, I haven't looked at the over unders uh, that Bet Online released uh, for for points totals just yet, uh, but. Yeah, I, I don't think I think this Montreal team is going to be one of those teams, kind of what we saw out of Detroit last year, kind of what we've been seeing here and there from Ottawa just the, last year, just the team that is just going to continue to figure it out, that's going to continue to evolve. Um, the only difference here is that I feel like the goaltending, like I repeatedly say, is, is going to be a little bit of a question mark and is going to be a little bit more of a bigger focus of, of worry uh, for Marty Louis and his coaching staff, Marty St. Louis and his coaching staff. So we'll have to check that out. Uh, so yeah. And you could check that all out as the season progresses by uh, subscribing to our, our, uh, the podcast on any audio platform that Spotify, iTunes, Google play, wherever uh, they have audio form for podcasts. We are there as well as on our YouTube channel, locked on lightning and the social media pages at LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. So wrapping things up here, you know, a little bit of a, I wouldn't say a laid back episode, but you know, when you look at Tampa and you compare them as we've been doing throughout our Atlantic division, um, our Atlantic division review, every, comparison has been interesting has been you know there's always little things that Tampa could get beat on and and Tampa Bay yes are they're gonna have their issues this year that's just how it goes um I think that they're gonna have a little bit of setback year I don't think they're gonna miss the playoffs but I don't think it's gonna be as maybe a sure thing uh as we get closer to the end of the regular season um whether it be finishing in third or on the wild card, um, I, you know, I'd have to say, you know, that maybe second or third are still in play, obviously, with how lesser some of the other teams in the Atlantic Division are or might be at certain points. Um, but Montreal, they're, I would have to say, on a scale of one to 10, one being no concern at all. Uh, to 10 being looking over your shoulder every waking second of every day um, in terms of them being a team that is going to be taken seriously in the Atlantic Divisional race um, for those three spots, I would say a one. Uh, Montreal still, I think, maybe next year you're going to start to see them maybe turn uh, make a turn for the better, kind of like what we have been seeing out of Detroit. But then again, it might be too late for Montreal because of how competitive this 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 division is going to be in the next couple of years. So, you know, will we have to worry about them this year? No, definitely not. Maybe a little next year. Uh, but if all everything what we saw at the draft is any indication of what direction this team is uh, – leaning into what kind of success they might be leaning into, uh, I would say three years from now. Um, before I wrap things up, I just want to say, I hope everybody, if you're a listener of this show, uh, hopefully, um, you know, everybody's family members, uh, were, had minimal damage or, you know, minimal danger, uh, towards them 
during the hurricane, and I hope everybody made it safely out uh, and evacuated in a timely manner. And if you didn't, you stayed safe regardless. So hopefully uh, everybody is doing okay. And, you know, the, the season starts in 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 eight days. Uh, so super excited for the regular season. They open up on the road in my hometown of New York City. So uh, can't wait to see them. You know, that's going to be a crazy game against the Rangers. We'll talk about more of that as we go along. Uh, we'll talk about some of the stuff going on in camp as well. Preseason, do we really need to look at what the Lightning have been doing, even though they haven't really been playing that much because of the Hurricanes, because of the Hurricane, excuse me, and games being postponed and moved and all this? Uh, is that going to throw them off? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think any of these games really mean anything. I think it's more for the young guys to kind of get more exposure uh, to John Cooper. So John Cooper could see these guys firsthand and kind of get an idea of what strengths they may or may not have. If he hasn't seen them before, uh, we'll be talking about all of that over the next week, as well as, like I said, we're finishing up our Atlantic division review for realsies uh, with the, with the Buffalo Sabres. So go ahead and check that out when it drops next week. So, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.